Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Client Portfolio Manager with Kane Anderson Rudnick. Along with me today, I have Julie Kudasab, Senior Portfolio Manager with the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Quality Value Strategy. Julie, first and foremost, thanks for setting aside the time today to review the Small Cap Quality Value Strategy with us for 2018. During the fourth quarter of 2018, we noticed a substantial uptick in overall market volatility on the equity side. Can you provide us with performance for the portfolio during the quarter, as well as year-to-date numbers? Hi, Jordan. Sure. U.S. stock market declined amid increased volatility during the fourth quarter. Investors were concerned about global economic slowdown, trade wars, particularly the trade conflict with China, domestic housing market deceleration, and interest rate policy. Smaller caps were hit the hardest. The Russell 2000 index was down 20% for the quarter and 11% for the year, while the S&P 500 index was down 13.5% in the fourth quarter and 4.4% for the year. Short-term interest rates continued to rise, with the year's fourth Fed funds rate increase announced following the Federal Reserve's meeting in December and two additional increases expected this year. The 10-year Treasury yield increased only slightly in 2018 despite the four rate hikes and dropped sharply during the fourth quarter, ending the year at 2.7%. The Russell 2000 Value Index, the strategy's benchmark, declined 18.7% in the fourth quarter, bringing the full-year return to a negative 12.9%. Every single sector of the index posted a negative return during the quarter, with the worst performing being energy, down over 40%, healthcare, down nearly 30%, and materials, down 28%, and with the best performance by the utility sector, which was down 5%. In fact, utilities were the only sector in the Russell 2000 Valley Index with a positive return for the full year, while the energy, materials, and consumer staple sectors performed the worst. Investor flight to safety led to outperformance by high-quality names in terms of high earnings and balance sheet quality and low beta, both during the fourth quarter and for the year. This is a favorable environment for us as investors in highest-quality companies. One byproduct of this investor flight to safety, however, was outperformance by so-called bond proxy segments such as real estate investment trusts or REITs and utilities, both for the quarter and the year. The two segments represent a sizable portion of the Russell 2000 Value Index. REITs are a nearly 14% weight and utilities a roughly 8% weight. We have a structural underweight in both REITs and utilities. Currently, we have no utility holdings and our only REIT position is MGM Growth Properties, ticker MGP. The reason? Inherent capital intensity, low competitive differentiation, and, in the case of regulated utilities, also capped returns. This underweight position hurt our relative performance, both for the quarter and for the year. The small cap quality value portfolio outperformed the Russell 2000 Value Index slightly during the fourth quarter, driven by favorable stock selection in the materials and producer durable sectors. We also benefited from a lower exposure to the underperforming energy sector. 
our high exposure to the underperforming material sector and the lack of exposure to the outperforming utility sector detracted from our performance, however. For the full year, the portfolio lagged the Russell 2000 Value Index by roughly 200 basis points, with favorable stock selection in the consumer staples, materials, financial services, and producer durable sectors, and the benefit from a low exposure to the underperforming energy sector more than offset by unfavorable stock selection in the consumer discretionary and healthcare sectors, as well as a drag from a high exposure to the underperforming materials and consumer staple sectors, and again, the lack of exposure to the utilities sector. What were some of the key attributors to the strategy, and can you walk us through an example of what were some of the key drivers that made that stock perform? Sure. The two sectors that contributed the most to our performance during the quarter were producer durables and materials. Both sectors are highly capital-intensive and cyclical by nature, but it is in this challenging type of an environment where our differentiated investment approach of focusing on most protected, capital-light business models shines through. In terms of our top stock contributor, it was WD40 company, ticker WDFC, a consumer staples name. I'm pretty sure that all of you are familiar with the company's multi-purpose lubricant products. The company has a strong brand, one of the most recognizable in the US, that they are successfully leveraging in new products. It also provides the company with solid pricing power that helps offset any input cost inflation. And the segment that detracted the most from our performance during the quarter was utilities, as I discussed, due to our lack of exposure to the strongest performing sector. Julie, on the flip side, can you walk us through an example of a portfolio detractor during either the quarter or during the year for 2018? Sure. The weakest name for us during the quarter was Collapse, ticker CLB, our only energy holding. Core is one of the world's leading providers of reservoir description, production enhancement, and reservoir management services to the oil and gas industry. The energy sector declined sharply during the fourth quarter, driven by a dramatic crude oil prices decline, and shares of collapse suffered alongside energy peers. We entered the stock in the midst of the energy downturn back in March of 2015. We did realize that collapse could not be immune to commodity prices, but expected the company to be better protected in a challenging oil price environment as the go-to innovation leader, helping customers enhance project economics through improved recovery. Importantly, despite these challenging operating conditions, Colab's balance sheet remains solid, and the company continues to generate a healthy free cash flow stream returning excess cash to shareholders in the form of cash dividends and share repurchases. Our long-term investment thesis, tied to the company's differentiated capital-light business model and unique market positioning, remains intact. Has the recent market volatility provided you and your team with any opportunities to add to new investments within the portfolio over either the fourth quarter or the last few quarters? Can you provide us with some insight as to what makes that stock a cane position and the rationale behind that. We're constantly looking for new ideas, but with our low roughly 25% turnover and a focused portfolio 28 names currently, we have the luxury of being both nimble and patient. 
So we are proceeding cautiously in this volatile market conditions. Although we did not initiate any new positions during the quarter, we did add to a number of existing holdings, taking advantage of market weakness. One such increase in the fourth quarter was to our position in Site 1 Landscape Supply, ticker site. Site 1 is the largest and only national wholesale distributor of landscape supplies. Its customers are landscape contractors who service both residential and commercial accounts. Site 1 adds value by connecting two fragmented markets, those of landscape contractors and product manufacturers, which allows the company to leverage its size to exert pricing pressure on suppliers, while at the same time commanding premium prices versus local competition. Shares declined in September following reports of lower-than-expected revenue growth due to abnormal weather conditions and continued to lag in the fourth quarter, driven by investor concerns over a slowdown in the housing segment. The stock continues to be one of our highest contributors for the trailing five-year period. Our investment thesis in the company remains intact. Despite being the largest player, Site1 holds just a 10% share four times the size of next competitor of its highly fragmented market, which the company continues to consolidate, allowing plentiful opportunity for sustainable top-line growth and profitability expansion. Julie, the final question is, as we approach the 10-year period into this bull market cycle and we look at the overall portfolio and Kane's approach with a focus on identifying high-quality businesses, are there any factors you and the team are seeing as you move forward into 2019 and beyond? Fourth quarter certainly looked more like a bear than a bull. On a serious note, uh, it is clear that this bull market is long in the tooth and a combination of rising short-term interest rates, a flattening yield curve and slowing corporate profit growth is not a favorable one for equities. At Keen Anderson Rudnick, we like to think of ourselves more as investors in businesses rather than investors in stocks. As such, our investment focus always remains the same. We are looking for superior, differentiated, protectable business models that are commonly, albeit not always, associated with low capital intensity, always with solid free cash flow generation, self-funding ability, and healthy under-leveraged balance sheets, and again, always with disciplined capital allocation. While economic and market cyclicality is inevitable, we believe that our uncompromising focus on highest quality businesses will serve us well over the full cycle, and more importantly, over the long term. Thanks, Jordan. Kanecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management. Kane Anderson Rudnick provides this communication as a matter of general information. The opinions stated herein are those of the speakers and not necessarily the opinions of Kane Anderson Rudnick or its affiliates. Portfolio managers at Kane Anderson Rudnick make investment decisions in accordance with specific guidelines and restrictions. As a result, client accounts may differ in strategy and composition from the information presented herein. Any facts and statistics quoted are from the sources believed to be reliable, but they may be incomplete or condensed, and we do not guarantee their accuracy. This communication is not an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security, and is not in the research report. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions.